0: Hello. This is July 16th, 2021. It's season 12 episode. We're going to call this 4.5 of the Soybean Pest Podcast. This is Matt O'Neill, and this is just Matt O'Neill. Today, um, I'm meeting alone with all y'all. Uh, Erin Hodson is out. She's busy. Uh, we're going to do uh, a brief podcast today, and then she and I are going to come back next week, Tuesday, To follow up with some of the topics I'm going to talk about today. So in this abbreviated version of the Soybean Pest Podcast, uh, I want to talk a little bit about how busy we are. Um, Our crews are out doing field work uh, throughout the state. Erin's got her group going up to the various research farms scouting for insect pests and also evaluating different insecticides and pest management practices. My crew is looking for soybean aphids as we try to Assay aphids for insecticide resistance, and throughout all of this, we're trying to deal with rain. This has been a blessing recently. We've gotten some pretty substantial rains, starting late last week through the weekend, and then a few uh, throughout the the week. And it's been nice. The grass is green. Corn doesn't look quite as stressed in areas that got the rain, and things are you know improving. To what extent, we don't know, uh, but we'll take what we can get. Uh, Along the way, our crew met this morning and uh, talked a little bit about what we saw last week. What I'm hearing from them is when they visited fields, especially with regards to aphids, they're not finding very many. Uh, Very few, if any. In fact, it's looking like they're counting aphids on Uh, individual plants, like there's just one or two plants that they find infested as they're scouting the fields. And what's kind of hopeful and a bit exciting is that we continue to see predators and evidence of parasitism, aphid mummies on those plants. So that's a good sign for farmers that even though the rain has come and the temperatures are cooler, these would be good conditions for aphid populations to build up. Uh, There's some evidence that there's some mortality being experienced from these natural enemies, these predators and parasitoids. We'll continue to scout and we're continuing to track those fields where we have found aphids. Uh, but for right now, it's really low populations. And um, that's a hopeful sign that we won't see outbreaks. One other thing I wanted to uh, talk about today in this brief podcast is I want to give a thank you to the Iowa Honey Producers Association for inviting Randall Cass and myself to talk at their field day last Saturday at Ebert Farms. I had a great uh, time chatting uh, with the 50 plus people that were there, got to meet the Iowa Honey Queen and uh, take a picture with her, uh, support her efforts and I uh, hear about all the work that the Iowa Honey Producers Association is doing, their plans for the state fair and the different competitions that they're hosting. One of them is the honey, uh, the best honey uh, competition for the state of Iowa. You can go to their website for details on that if you're interested. I uh, had a great time sharing some of our work with regards to prairie strips, talking about how these little patches of prairie that are supported through the CRP program can help improve honeybee health and productivity. And it was really exciting hearing the feedback from the beekeepers at the meeting who uh, basically said, we get it, we see value in that. And we'd like to learn more about how we could find farmers and landowners that have put these prairie strips in their farms and see if we can gain access to them to help our own beekeeping operations. And that's exciting because looking down the road, That's one additional benefit that this uh, conservation practice could give to the larger practice of agriculture in the state of Iowa. Anyway, uh, so thanks to them. And then finally, I'm going to leave a photo uh, for our fun insect trivia. This is a little bit of a prep for next week. Uh, The photo is a picture of an insect that a colleague found on some plants that she's, uh, some mung beans. She's looking to explore a a, a new crop to this area. And she found a bunch of these insects in the picture, both on sticky cards and on the plants. And I'm going to ask Erin Hodgson next week what she thinks this insect is. And we'll talk a little bit about what potential impact it might have. Not only to new crops like mung beans, but also existing crops like soybeans. So take a look at that picture, puzzle over it a bit, and then we'll hear what Aaron uh, has to say about it next week on Tuesday when we return to our podcast. Thank you all very much. Look forward to um, look forward to sharing with you uh, more of our stuff next week. Bye.